Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, let's get back into it. Peter Sherman, noted broadcaster, former MPP and... Stephen Holiday, the deputy mayor, counselor, and Ward Three from Ward Three Etobicoke Center. You know, earlier today, as we're uh, getting set, I guess for uh, the stretch run with the um, mayoral race, Jennifer Keys Matt decided to reveal her seven-point plan uh, for transit, and that includes building the downtown relief line by 2028, three years sooner than current projections. Oh, the King Street pilot project is going to be a permanent thing in her world. As a matter of fact, uh, I don't want to jump ahead too far. She says these are her top two transit priorities. The number one priority in the city is the relief line. You see it running from Bloor Street to Osgood. This is the first phase. This is the phase that has been identified by transit experts as absolutely essential to ensuring that we do not have system failures. Priority number two is making the King Street pilot permanent. Now this is the busiest surface transit route in North America. The opportunity here is to continue to shorten the commute by providing excellent transit access. This is low-hanging fruit. All right. Well, she also goes on to talk about uh, designing and building the Jane LRT, completing the Waterfront LRT, extending the Eglinton LRT to Pearson Airport, and canceling the eastern extensions of John Tory's Smart Track plan, which she refers to somewhat uh, cynically as not only a ruse, a failure. Let me get into it, uh, Stephen Holiday. when it comes to this transit file, because some of us have become so pessimistic, or it's eye-glazing stuff, you know, the projections going forward to 2028 and beyond. Uh, who's more credible on this file, Jennifer Keysmat or John Tory? Because Tory made it a signature piece in his last campaign that Smart Track was going to be 22, and then it came down to, I guess, six stops ultimately on the existing goal line and so on and so forth. Uh, who's more credible on that file? Oh, I'm good with the Smart Track file. And that's that's with the current mayor right now. Um, look, I called Jennifer Keys matter radical before, but her transit plan is not. If you look at the lines on the paper, they are very similar to what we've seen before. There's not a whole lot new here. There's a little bit of talk about the priority of the different projects. And, you know, we talk about these maps and all these ideas, but listen, the city's already got a list of transit projects they're working on. We're already working on a downtown relief line, which I will add is really about 905 commuters coming in because what happens is that southbound Young subway loads up at the north end with people coming in from the outskirts of the city and beyond, uh, making sure that there's no room by the time it gets into the inner core to serve the people in the inner core. So by adding that relief line, we actually bring in more capacity to bring in people from the outside edges. And that's really about what fighting congestion is all about. But when I looked at this map, I, I smiled and I realized this is all about the downtown. And it reminded me of taking a magnifying glass where you 
you zoom up the size of the middle and it and it shows all the inner workings of things around the U down um, down Young Street and up University. And just on the little edges is Etobicoke and Scarborough kind of squeezed in there with a few lines. And that's my worry is that this transit plan is to serve the people of the inner core and it forgets about us out on the edges in the suburbs where we need help with our commute. All right. Well, Sherman, does that telegraph that she's going to pander to the downtown core? She's seen sort of, of uh, as, you know, the uh, creation of the downtown uh, folk south of Bloor's uh, types of and but she's also mentioning uh, she'd go three subway stops in Scarborough <laughs> I guess trying to ameliorate the situation out there is this all about politics well I don't know I mean I, I could I could just see Al Carboni down there at the Kit Kat on <laughs> King Street with a great big kitchen knife slitting his wrists yeah. but uh, I think uh, Kismet is is more credible uh, frankly and and on that I disagree with Stephen and I think she's more credible because she represents the planning community and and this is important she was very much a part of tory's smart track and the various iterations of transit plans that uh, that steven is talking about and here's the thing tory is is the go-to guy anyway because Kismat probably can't deliver and and premier ford being as he is and i know he is because he's told me he is a, a subway freak he believes in underground he believes in speed which is what underground gives you he believes in avoiding toronto weather conditions which is another plus of underground and and he's right. Uh, Tory is also, um, I, I would say, arguably better at navigating the shark-infested waters of uh, provincial politics. And the province is just plain not going to put money down to extend buses, not as long as uh, Ford is in charge. And, uh, and it's not going to... Uh, countenance closing King Street permanently or support, support other areas like it. Well, he's all, Keith Matt's also talking about extending the Eglinton LRT to Pearson Airport. Well, the Eglinton LRT uh, isn't going to be finished until 2022. Well, <laughs> so it'll take them until 20, take them till 2026 to do that. And you know what? That that in and of itself is probably not a bad idea, but it's, uh, it's a singular idea. Well, well, that's a very important point there about this discussion. The Eglinton LRT I knew well. It runs through my ward. It runs near my home. And the big fight in Etobicoke about that is it's destined to go down the center of Eglinton and everyone is up in arms saying that's wonderful to bring transit but if you disrupt our roadway you make congestion even worse for the community so when you look at her map you see LRT here LRT there King Street pilot project and my concern is trading road space that are filled with cars today for transit vehicles and you make the situation even worse I agree with Doug Ford when he says you need to bury things underground. You bury them underground that still allows capacity to, of the roads to serve the people that live in the communities, and you get transit running through those communities that is an enhancement and is also a conduit to bring people through. Oh, my, Stephen. It means you don't like uh, Spadina, and you don't like St. Clair, and you don't like Highway 7 up in Markham. I agree. <laughs> uh, and by the way, uh, when you said you agree with Doug Ford, do you agree with Doug Ford that he has the power to uh, legislate that the council should be reduced to 25? Because this is going to court tomorrow. The city of Toronto is one of the complainants, and uh, they believe that this is beyond his jurisdiction or somehow it's constitutionally undermining democracy and yada, yada, yada. Where do you stand on this one, Steve? Oh, I'm absolutely with uh, reducing the size of council, and I really don't want to see taxpayers' money spent fighting on this. But it was the decision of council. Uh, look, now what we have is uh, everyone was upset, uh, saying that this was a, a very uh, autocratic move by the premier to go and change things in the middle of the election. Now we've got it before a judge, one individual. Look, I respect the judiciary, but now this is boiling down to one person that is going to decide what to do next. 
And he might even move to, to change things just weeks before the election yet again. Mm-hmm. I don't even know why this is going on. We should just move ahead with the election. I know I am. I'm busy out there knocking on doors. Well, you know, you raise an interesting point because uh, the power vested in the court to decide and overrule the legislative branch. I don't know. Am I putting too fine of a point on it, Peter Sherman? I'm starting to see, you know, uh, there's almost judicial creep in some of these decisions. You're not putting too fine a point on it. As a matter of fact, uh, looking at this and knowing it would be a, a subject and having sat in your chair and discussed this, I don't know, probably every day for the past couple of weeks, uh, I can, I'm going to quote something for you. Section 128 of the City of Toronto Act, the way it was, uh, authorized the city to divide or redivide the city into wards or to dissolve existing wards. In other words, as of 2006 version of that act, the city could do these things. But Bill 5, which uh, passed into law the Better Local Government Act, which is the one that's being debated now, says this, on the day city council is organized following the 2018 regular election, the city is divided into wards whose boundaries are identical to those of the electoral districts for Ontario and are within the boundaries of the city. And then it goes on to say that the election will be conducted on that basis. That's what's going on. That's what Stephen is out banging on doors for. There isn't a judge who has the power to do this. No court worth its, worth its salt would touch it. The power of the province is sacrosanct. Why? Because cities are in Incorporated entities like companies, and it's in the in the uh, small p province of Ontario to be able to do that. Well, and there's a practical dimension. What if the what if I don't I don't think the court is going to, but what if they did send it back and say, look, go rethink this or consult some more. You know what we're going to have? We're going to have World War III for the next four years at council. And that is not in the best interest of this city either. So that's why, look, it's unfortunate. uh, There wasn't a lot of time between the provincial election and this election. you got to get it done. Make the decision before this election and set the pattern. If we don't figure this out, it will just be chaos. Well, and let me ask you about the court inserting itself into the national interest, because that's what happened earlier today with the Court of Appeal, the Federal Court of Appeal, on this Kinder Morgan pipeline ruling. We'll come back and we'll discuss that and whatever else we've got in the Hopper panel, uh, topics worthy of discussion. Peter Sherman, Stephen Holliday, Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.